Hey there, if you would hey like ad free and early versions of these episodes, like as well as bonus episodes, movie Patreon club episodes, and lots more, head on over to patreon.com slash Craig and Friends. Katya and Craig, you will find terrific reward options available, including bonus episodes, secondary bonus episodes that include listener questions. Check out the options for yourself, see which one works for you, and now I'd like to say thank you very much from both of us for all of your support, your incredible notes, your messages, everything, the artwork. We're really touched and we're so happy that, you know, we've connected with you. And now, here's the show. A Russian ballerina stopping on a bureaucrat. A perky suburban housewife who just got into scats. Give me a beat, It's whimsically volatile. <laughs> so we are rolling. Are we rolling on a river, though? We are. Yep. Have rolling you, on a river, just like Brad Mary. Yeah. Have you ever rowed the good ship Lollipop? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't admit that in public, but possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Who's asking? Craig! Katya? I have a challenge for you. Katya, I'm excited to accept this challenge, or at least consider the challenge to I be would, accepted. Yeah, <laughs> I would like you to consider the possibility yeah. that... Yes. I have a ding-dong. Oh, okay. That's a fair enough possibility. 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 And now, unless there's any news that you have, I would say that you do have a ding-dong. Do you think that I would tell to... <laughs> I don't think you'd tell tools. Do you think I would tell tools out of school? I don't think you'd tell tools out of school. I have a man's toolbox. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. And some people like to wrestle around in that toolbox. Yeah, or even rummage around. Rummage around. That's right. And I say caveat emptor. Mm. (laughs) Let let the buyer be where. But you don't like to empty out via the douche, so. (laughs) No. (laughs) So let's the buyer be scared. I <laughs> I have I have a I have a bug in my ear. Oh, well, it's in your ear. At least it's not in your toolbox. That's a good one. Um uh TS Madison. Ah, uh, yes. Are yes. you familiar with her work? I am familiar with TS Madison's work. Are you familiar with bigdickbitch.com? Is that her website? No, I said bigdigbitch.com. Oh, I see. Okay. Now, in Boston, yeah. I met TS Madison in the flesh. Mhm. In um, Misery's dressing room hmm. and backstage of Jacques' world-famous cabaret. Of course, yes. And uh, we had many moments uh-huh. together yes. as people. Yes. And we hugged and we smiled. And, and she said she had uh, declared at that time that I that she is my auntie. Oh, that's very sweet. Isn't that sweet? That's lovely, yeah. And, I, and I'm her niece. And she has a bigdigbitch.com website where she, uh, she likes to show people's yeah. her toolbox. Would you say that that makes her a villain? I would never say that that no, makes I her a villain. No, I would never say no. that either. I would say to some a hero or heroine. Or a shiro. Yeah, shiro, heroine. Heroine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd just like to give a shout out to T.S. Madison. Hello, Auntie. I know that you, I hope that you are feeling good. We both hope you're feeling good. Because she also says, get a job, suck a dick, own a business. Those are very, uh, those uh-huh. are very, uh, that those are very good uh instructions to <laughs> the people it's a one two three punch that is that is it, see it spun me out i didn't know what to say <laughs> it i didn't know what threw to you do for a loop. it did it threw you for a loop um also this is a fun fact uh-huh. i love fun facts do you, i know you do <laughs> <laughs> i i uh me and my friend um emily Ginnacopoulos. now that's a mouthful that is Ginnacopoulos. Ginnacopoulos. um uh of the shrewsbury Ginnacopoulos. Uh, yeah, of the shrewsbury Ginnacopoulos. ah of course yes, yes. grick She's uh, a, it was a she's Greek. a Greek. She's a Greek. Yeah, a Greek woman. 
we, uh, along with my other creative partner, Avi Paul Weinstein, absolutely no relation to Harvey. Right. Let's um, make that clear, ladies and gentlemen. No, he, uh, a non-practicing Jew. Uh, we created together a demo mm-hmm. for a couple of songs. Oh, okay. For an album. Yeah. Not published. But there were two songs that I remember. One was called Poisoned Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but the other song was called The Hoop, The Illusion. The Hoop, H-O-O-P, uh, hy- hy- or slash slash okay slash or hyphen. I was going to ask really if sure. it was a slash or a comma. I think it was. I think it was a slash. Okay, <clears throat> take the slash. It was a monster mash. Uh, the slash and then the illusion. You know what "take a slash" means what for mean? Cockney rhyming slang? No, it means going no, to no, have no. a going to take a piss. What's the what's the intermediate? Have a slash is what they say. Have a slash. I don't know what what's the, the middle. What's the middle child? Right, I don't. I like. don't know what the thing is that allows you. Let's look at that. Let's look, look it up. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Let's go on Google.com and search for the answers. That's right. Searching for the business. And while we're doing that, I'd like to politely encourage all the listeners out there to have a glass of potable water. That's right. You never can have enough, really. Although, actually, you can. Well, you if can. You, if you drink too much, you can drown, drown your brain. <laughs> wet brain. Wet brain. That's yeah, right. Wet brain. Wet brain. Let's see. Urban Dictionary. How, oh, take a slash... British slang to urinate, but where is the middle bit? Where's the middle bit? How does this work? Are you a grandpa? According to many of our listeners, yes, we're both grandpas. I'm I'm a I'm a great grandpa. You're a great you're a fabulous grandpa. Thank yeah. you very much. I do not have great pubes, Craig. Well, I'll take that on good faith that you don't. <laughs> I also detest that word pubes. I think it is disgusting. Really? What would you prefer? Um pubic mice. Pubic mice, that's much better. <laughs> Even when your pubic mice have the pubic lice, you got to yeah. get that shampoo. Yeah, you do. Uh, yes, you we do. can look this up later too. We could also just take our clothes off. We could, we could, <laughs> and have a good time and drink some cherry wine. No, we don't have to take our clothes off. That's we, right. We do not have to take our clothes off. No, but I am going to enjoy um, a nice Coca Cola California raspberry drink in a glass bottle. Fabulous! It's delightful cane sugar. Mm, listen to that. That sounded refreshing. It is. It is extremely refreshing. Can we prank phone call someone? I think we can. Yeah. Can we do that Let's now? Let's pause, and I'll, I can hook the phone okay. up to the um, recording device. <laughs> we are now attempting to. We're going to. We're going to prank phone call Mrs. Kasha Davis from season seven. <laughs> Let's see if she picks up. <laughs> Come on, Kasha. It might that... display my name, though. That's okay. Th- okay. Well, she doesn't know who you are. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. Oh, maybe she's she's probably fucking a basket of muffins right now. <laughs> is it connecting? Not Fuck. yet. The trouble with crank calls in this day and age is people don't pick up their they phone. They don't pick up the phones yeah, anymore. They don't. They don't pick up the fucking phones anymore. Any unknown number, it's verboten. Hello? Excuse me, is this Mrs. Kasha Davis from season seven of RuPaul's Drug Race? I got a bone to pick with you. I saw that you would, uh, uh, attempted to attach your pussies to some Russian whore, and, and, and I just called to say that's very un-American activities. We don't appreciate all that kinds of drama, conflama, madness, shenanigans, shetranigans, tomfoolery, and I just wanted to Are you know- done? <laughs> Are you done? Are you finished? Listen, I have a financial advisor here right now. Are you serious? You're on the air. Well, good. Good. It's good, it's good to be on the air. Let the people know. Let, Let the, the people, people know. know. Mrs. Davis, how are you feeling? Hello, darlings. It's me, Mrs. Kasha Davis, and I have a financial advisor. <laughs> 
Now, I love a good euphemism, so that's a fabulous euphemism for whatever you're yeah, up exactly. to. What are you really up to? Seriously, we were just sitting down. <laughs> well, see, at our age, what we also have to yes. do is prepare our will. Oh, my God, um, she's on the verge of death. Well, you just have to be prepared, and you have to know where the passwords are. Oh, Lord. And all of the... Yeah. So, and, and plus, DragCon is coming, so you never know if that'll blow up. Oh. It's terrible to say. <laughs> what so you, says what former kind of winners. Goodies, what kind of goodies can the children expect from your toolbox at this DragCon, Mrs. Davis? Well, blouses, of course. You know, it's <laughs> very good for people to wear a blouse. Uh, I really expect that uh, okay. these days. Yep. Will there be summer blouses? Well, see, I my blouses are all season. Oh. Uh, even better. Yeah. Uh, and they're really good separates because of ladies of leisure. Sometimes we like <laughs> things to go with our leggings. Because I don't know if you have... I, I sold nearly a dozen singles uh, on my new single called Basic on iTunes. Uh, uh, and uh, A yeah. whole dozen? A Not whole a baker's dozen. dozen? Not a baker's dozen? A ba- no, well, we had to pay for the video, so oh. it was low budget. So we <laughs> only right. now just, you know. we know there's always time for a cocktail, but is there always time for a cunt tail? Well, there's always time for cunt tail. And you know, I was married to a vagina. No, a lovely lady. Were you for really? a long time? I was. Wait, yes. What? Back- you remember that? This is. Well, I don't know if you remember anything I tell you, but no. I was married to a woman. Um, from 19. Well, so we met in 88, and then we divorced in 98. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. A nice decade with a lovely lady. Yeah. Well, she was she was just fantastic. I do I do love her. She doesn't remember me, but um, okay. <laughs> okay. that happens though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that happens. Yeah. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's get into yeah. it. <laughs> well, let's pick this apart. Well, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, but I think I think we just put each other through hell. I mean, we met sure. in high school, and uh, you yeah. know, she was the first girl that would say yes because I asked every single girl possible. You did not. So that I. You yeah, slut. because I just. Well, I was not only a slut, but I mean, I was just like, I was so gay. It was, you know, I was in a ballet company and the president of the drama class. Okay. Um, okay. And it's the 70s and 80s and you couldn't be gay, you know? Of course. Uh, yeah. You just couldn't, especially with a U.S. Marshal father who would Whoa. beat the hell out of you if you oh, shit. played with Barbies and stuff. And you what, know? what part of the country were you living in? Well, Pennsylvania, Scranton, PA. Ooh, good old Scranton. Good, good old, old Scranton. Old. You've heard... The office, the yeah, whole totally. mining town, and yeah, you know, dad's U.S. Marshal, mom's an Avon lady, so I was right in the middle. Oh, I love that, like a Diane Weiss from Ed- Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Avon calling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, I mean, she's Italian diva. Um, also, you know, God love her. She she struggled with addiction and okay. passed. Yeah, oh, in sure, that I'm whole. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, what else? Hereditary. It is. Yeah, it is. runs in the family. Runs in the family. Totally. It totally does. So these days, um, how do you fill your time, Mrs. Davis? How do you stay out of the how do you stay out of the drama? Oh my gosh. You know, I have to tell you, it's it is an it's a whirlwind experience. You know, during drag race, for me, I was still employed at this call center. I worked there at Dial America That's for right. 18 years. That's right. I was a director. I was in charge. I was the boss. Yeah. And so I did drag part time. And mm-hmm. my dream as a kid was to perform. And so the long and short of it was, you know, I was just, I lived in this whole, you can't, you can't, you can't. And then yeah. RuPaul's, you know, cast me and I thought I can. And yeah. so Steve and I thought, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Well, then next thing you know, I'm touring, which was great. And then I wasn't. Nobody right. called. Right. Oh, okay. And, and I was sitting and basically that's where my addiction just kind of went whirlwind and I was drinking day and night. 
How did you manage that before all of that? Like, what was your level of drinking? Was it sort of like teetering on the edge of going into the problem area or? You know, I knew since the minute I took a sip of alcohol back in probably 1986 uh-huh. or whatever year it was, I was like, ooh, this is way too right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, oh, totally. like everything lit up. Yeah. And it took away this level of anxiety that I never even understood was there. Sure. Uh, yeah. 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 And so, you know, you just you replaced it with other things and yeah. and then whenever there was an emotional very stressful time in my life the drinking would get crazy and then i would manage it uh-huh. you know i'm very put together i can make a very good scene look you know yeah. i was taught from that very young age to make it all look right yeah sure you know don't show those flaws yeah. and this whole freaking process brought me straight to my knees literally yeah and realized i can expose those things i could just be me yeah which yeah. is an alcoholic it's tough and it's so freaking ironic that my phrase is there's always time for a cocktail <laughs> but that's but and, that's the irony know. of fate kasha you know what i mean that's it, the irony of fate my whole thing is a russian bisexual transvestite hooker it's not even a joke i'm always russian i'll buy anything <laughs> sexual i'm a total right. transvestite and i sold my pussy for cash there you go yes. you know and i bought it yeah. um, <laughs> now how about always is there always time for mocktail what do you what do you like to drink now that you're off the sauce well what they do what they teach you in the uh you know 12 step classes is yes. club soda with lime oh <laughs> so, uh, yeah do you ever get into a milkshake or a rocky or like a little root beer float well, my milkshakes bring all the boys to this <laughs> cul-de-sac. To the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, honestly, it's been like, so how do I fill my days? I fill my days with like just living in the freaking moment. I am yeah. so blown away by the clarity and, yeah. you know, bringing me back mentally and spiritually to that time when I was that kid, that 20-year-old. Yeah, sure. And so now I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine what's next. Like, I'm awake, everybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sleeping. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Do you cherish every morning that you wake up that you don't have a hangover? I I don't drink. It never really agreed with me. And so I just always love if you know, you know, if I wake up really tired and I have doing a lot of projects, I think, oh, you know, what's good about this. I don't have one of those things ha- hanging on my head. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember talking to Katya early on, you know, when I was first got sober and she was like girl you're gonna be tired you're gonna be exhausted you perform but you wake up you can just eat yeah and get rest you're gonna be fine that's right so it wasn't you know and you realize then that it was it wasn't necessarily just the alcohol there was emotional things oh it's everything underneath yeah all the stuff underneath yeah so there's such a thing as as you know emotional hangovers and moments where you're like oh my god you know i'm now i'm like you know i could wake up one morning with crippling jealousy. Yes, like, sure. I believe yeah. this person. Yeah, the nerve. And then I'm the gall. The nerve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I, you know, break it down and take a minute and literally start the whole everything that you hear about these gratitude lists and yeah. the readings uh-huh. in your toolbox, and you're like, yeah. okay, this is ridiculous. This is all lies. This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It's all false. It's just my mind just playing this like sort of, you know, this, this tape over and over and I'm bringing myself down to my knees. No one's doing it to me. Mm -hmm. I I relate a hundred percent to that. There's an expression. They said the, the mind is a dangerous neighborhood to hang out in. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's a cul-de-sac we need to stay away from Mrs. Davis. (laughs) That cul-de-sac has a van with no windows, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of candy the worst inside. Candy. <laughs> yeah. It's 
it's the worst. It's like already bitten and eaten. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, the Charleston shoes already yeah. you know ground. Yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Zag nuts or something. Yeah, and you are you are um, a longtime colleague of Miss Darian Lake. I am. So, I mean, I was actually originally a fan of Darian Lake. When mm-hmm. I moved to Rochester to open that call center I was talking about, yeah. I also just came out. So here oh, I am, really? you know, 28 years old, going up to the gay bar. It was like going back to college. It was yeah. the whole thing. And it, and it just, you know, I never saw drag. I mean, I literally went in and I was like, what are these people doing? Yeah. You know? And uh, it was Darian Lake and Pandora Box and um, other gals here in town that are staples like Aggie Dune and Aggie Dune. Love her. Yes, Aggie Dune is. Aggie Dune and I, don't you think we look like um, sisters or, or, don't you think? We have a very similar but she look. She looks like, yeah, she looks like a great aunt, but close. <laughs> <laughs> I love her look. I love her yeah, look. She, she's gorgeous. She's, per- she's perfection. Yeah. So creative. And she's the one, when, she, when I first started doing drag, she turned to me and said, you know, don't be afraid to try and look pretty. Oh, like, <laughs> my God. That is a harsh read. Yeah, but it was true. Yeah. Um, so I would see Darian and I was like, God, she can move. And she just, I mean, she was everything. And she tells a story and it's true that we were on gay.com and talking to each other. And I told her, I'm like, I like ice cream because I knew she would. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so apparently, you know, cause I'm just basically, I was a star fucker. I was like, Oh, yeah. she's the local celebrity. Yeah. And so we made out in the club once. And, oh my um, God, Mrs. Davis. Yeah. How dare you? She just did. Well, that was before Mr. Davis. I was a little bit of a whore. A whore? I would put my, <laughs> I would put my red light on in the front porch. <laughs> All the boys knew. All the paper boys and the, the milkmen. Oh, and the... <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, that's gay.com time. So here I am yeah. on gay.com, like, flirting. And then I didn't know that there was the public room. I'm saying all these nasty things. I'm loaded with tangerace and on the kitchen floor. <laughs> and, like, a friend of mine is like, you know, we all saw that. I'm oh, like, oh, God. Yeah. Not very good at technology. Oh, I'm not but, either. I'm not either. Oh, terrible. Terrible. So. But so, yeah, I would see her and and then I went to P-Town and saw Miss Richfield. Oh, 1981. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And because these girls here were so pretty. I mean, Pandora was pretty, but she was funny. And it was like, you know, they're just they gir- they look like girls. girls. And I was like, I, that didn't I didn't relate. And yeah. I saw Miss Richfield and she was just flat out balls to the wall. Like, yeah, I got a dress on. But like, you know, no, no tuck, this, that and the other. Yeah. And she was hysterical and she sang live. And I r- literally... Steve and I rushed home that nine hour drive and we were like, you are doing drag. This is perfect because I could do it on my own time, create all of it and go to work nine to five and still do what dad and mom said, you know, get the job, you have the benefits, have the insurance and all that bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. Bullshit. Drop out of school. (laughs) Drop out of school. Quit your job. Follow your dreams. (laughs) Follow your dreams. You could drive Uber. Unless you're like me, you can't drive anything. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) In a couple more months. (laughs) Mrs. Davis, who are the divas of uh, today or yesteryear who inspire your drag? Well, listen, my first inspiration is my mother. Um, My mom, Italian diva, Mm -hmm. and she was the kind of gal, like, I would bring a friend of mine over when I was first came out, and this friend was a little heavier, and I'd say, oh, mom, this is my friend Alicia. Is she your girlfriend? No, mom, she's just a friend. Oh, Eddie, there's those chocolates over there if you want to have them. Alicia, do you want an apple? Oh, Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. So she was just, yeah, like, mom really was just constantly reading everyone everything and like i we at uh 
at a neighbor's wedding. I said, Mom, you should dance with Dad. She's like, Eddie, ask yourself this one question. Would you dance with him? You know, <laughs> oh like, my God. she was just always. So she was this diva. I, yeah. Just the minute I laid eyes on her. Yeah. Fell in love. That's amazing. And um, my grandmother was a vaudeville star. Oh, wow. She, yeah, she was a whistler. And, what? Um, yes. Back in the vaudeville day, she was. She would whistle and she would host. And boy, could she blow. I guess I'm a lot like <laughs> uh, She was no, a whistler? True. What the fuck does that even mean, Kasha? She would literally go to these vaudeville shows and whistle. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like, That's incredible. I can't even do it because I'm laughing. Yeah. It is incredible. And so I would see these pictures. I mean, it was back in the day, it was horse height, which was like the the beginnings of American Idol. They would go around and find people yeah. in their local communities and, and they would put on these shows. She performed at Radio City. She had her own little show in Scranton called The Italian Hour. And she auditioned for the uh, Indian Love Call, which is um, a, a, um, a movie where there was this whistling American Indian. Oh, wow. And she stopped because there was this family you know, uh, they were all driving to a gig and there was a car accident and they saw this horrible accident and she stopped and went to become beauty salon. Wow. But I would look through her photos and see these gowns and she'd be on stage and be so glamorous. And then yeah. she had this rack of clothing up in the attic. And I distinctly remember sitting in her beauty salon saying like, I'm going to be just like you when I grow up. And yeah. my grandfather would yell, what, <laughs> what are you going to be? A fairy? You know, yeah. a faggot. <laughs> and I would be like, well, yeah, maybe. Yes, darling. Um, that's exactly what I'm going to be. <laughs> but there I was cutting out photos of who? Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Joan Collins. So ah. it's like these, you know, and, and then of course, Liza Minnelli. I mean, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. How could, how could addicts not relate to her? She gets, she has more ups and downs. And, if you've ever seen her, did you ever see her on the Home Shopping Network? No. Where she was selling her? I think I might to, have. I have. We have to revisit this, yeah. You need to go. You need to check it out. She's, she's hammered, and oh she's probably God. on everything under the sun. She's falling out of the chair. She's talking about her stuff. It's incredible. You need to watch it. Oh, I love that. So they say, Liza, there's a woman calling um, from Georgia, and she'd like to say hello. Her name is Linda. She goes, hi, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> So enthusiastic though I too, even that. when she was in a, yeah. a bit of a, a like a blackout, She'd and she like, was a speed totally. freak too because she used to sweat from every orifice. Oh, I, yeah. I I heartily relate to that. Yes, yeah. But I love you know, and of course Tina Turner and these yeah. you know yes. divas, and and then Lucille Ball. I mean, yeah. you know, these are the classics to me. Yeah. And what I loved is that they had real life stories, but they 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 fought and and and. They overcame. Told their truth yeah. and still and still worked and performed. Yeah. And, and and fun fact, Craig, uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis and I are we and uh, did season seven of Drag Race was filmed on the I Love Lucy set. Oh, it was. Uh, I didn't uh, know yeah. that. The, the former um, Desilu Studios. Yep, yeah, on a, a, a Hollywood Center Studios. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And they uh, every day we'd walk and by it was a big post. Like a big the original thing. first couple episodes were filmed there. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't that? That's not Desilu Studios then. Mm, Hollywood. Right. Am or I wrong, Kasha? Am I wrong? No, yeah, I remember distinctly. You're not wrong. It was the one that they they used before Desilu. It was the first few episodes. Gotcha. Oh, that's and that's still great. They yeah. told me in the yeah they they had mentioned in the uh, audition process with me like because I had talked about Lucy mm -hmm. and you know as a kid I was like oh I always wanted to perform with her and when we were doing our promo video they told me and I was standing on that set thinking I made it oh, like yeah this is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know like I'm with Lucy she's here I feel. Yeah. 
yeah. that you know it was because yeah. it's such a beaut- that where we did those promo shots with the those those I don't know what they what you call them it was the first year they changed and looked quote unquote different oh yeah 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 um but uh yeah so it was like this big giant camera in a big studio and yeah I was like oh my god this so is cool. it but, so cool. hey who, I have a, a couple of questions about season seven who would you have done on Snatch Game. Well, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. And I did Joan you Rivers. Did when Joan, you did Joan. I... We, we, oh my God. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, Kasha. Tell the, no. tell the tale. Tell the tale. But I told, because we were doing, you were doing the Bjork, uh, yep. the Swan Dress. The swan Dress. And I had this feeling. I just felt like you better get something in here. Yeah. You better get something in. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't feel like I was doing poorly. I just was, it didn't feel right. I felt yeah. like every time I kind of started to speak, it would change. They'd have me go in a different direction. And yeah. so it was, it was planning on Joan. I had Joan Rivers, Dame Edna and, um, but up Liza, of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a tragedy, Craig. It was a yeah. tragedy. I, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. It was, it was a tragedy. It was a bummer. Um, it's funny though, Katya, I get that. I get so much like you were robbed or, you well, know, you were robbed. You sh- but no, it's been the most incredible experience. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, you know, it works perfectly with my life. And I fucking got sober. I can't yeah. express that uh-huh. enough. Yeah. I would not have figured that out. It yeah. would not be so blatant to me that that was a necessary yeah. step. You know, yeah. step. And, yeah. you know, the police helped too. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, they always are so helpful. Yeah. And people yeah. give them a lot of crap. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. The police, are, do, yeah. The police <laughs> have this nagging tendency to just irk you in such a way. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, I'm, I'm a true suburban housewife. Yeah. Uh, watch yeah. what you vocalize, kids, because yeah. they get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Mrs. Davis, um, I, I think you should probably go back to your um, your accountant because I, be, I feel that he may be Rihanna style in bezzling you it was mr davis came through into living room he's like what are you doing he mouthed the words i'm <laughs> oh like you know i don't get these calls very often <laughs> uh, how long have you been with mr davis we're together 14 years wow where'd you meet holy shit gay.com ah! so well we, oh okay yeah after, I mean, so after saw, you had the outburst on gay.com, uh, he was like, I know who I'm interested in. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, and, and the, the story there is, you know, we'd see each other out and I thought he was just quiet and bitchy and he thought I was a mess and we were both <laughs> right. So, but I mean, so the, that whole dream come true for me was that as that, you know, closeted boy with uh, my ex-wife, we didn't have kids. And my parents were like, you know, you're the firstborn son. You have to carry on the family name and yeah. you don't want to touch somebody's pickle. And, um, <laughs> oh and I'm like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, but, you know, lo and behold, after, you know, a couple weeks of dating, Stephen said to me, you know, I've got two daughters. Oh, wow. And it was like. Oh my God. And, you know, got to know them. And as we became more serious, I remember just one day saying, you know, in one of those daydreams, you know, if I had kids of my own, they'd be just like Melissa and Jessica. Uh And then I'm like, you freaking idiot. You have kids and they're (laughs) Melissa and Jessica. (laughs) Like, you know, again, wake up, you unconscious fool. Yeah. And there it was. And it's been like perfection. Like, it's exactly the way it was supposed to be. So that's amazing. How long did it take for your parents to sort of get along with the the picture? My mom never really did. God love her and rest Mm -hmm. her soul. She died at 63. Mm -hmm. And her addiction really, there was pain management. So it became the med. You know, this is what the doctors said I have to take. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, you don't have to take so many that you're face down in your ashtray. But, (laughs) you know, 
<laughs> damn. Um, damn. Yeah. I mean, that's what this stuff does. Yeah. yeah so yeah, anyway, yeah. she, uh, she kind of would get better and then get worse and get better. And, um, she was a chronic smoker and she was smoking on oxygen and she lit herself on fire. Oh my God. Oh, shit. But then the jokester that she was, you know, she was like, Eddie, if I knew that uh, all I had to do was catch myself on fire, I wouldn't have wasted all that money on beauty creams. Oh know? my God. <laughs> I love then, her. Yeah. So then next thing you know, she's beautiful. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then it just didn't last. I mean, yeah. she, she died. She passed away. So she, she sort of came around in the end and I think she made her piece. I feel her with really close with yeah. me, yeah. but my dad, I have to tell you this quick story. So he came around and came to our uh, wedding, which was wow. when it was legal yeah. and, you know, made his best, uh, efforts. And recently, now this is going to be, I was asked to go to Scranton PA to, uh, kick off kinky boots, which if you know, kinky boots, sure, yeah. the basic story is that, you know, dad accepting their sons. Yeah. And so of course they, they book me at the Toyota dealership because that's where, uh, performers of my caliber get booked <laughs> i was like are you kidding me they couldn't have sprung for the honda lot <laughs> oh no i was right in the toyota dealership so i you know it, then it looked pretty good so i went to visit my dad and you know it was normal uncomfortable kind of thing and yeah. he said i saw you were in the paper uh, i'm gonna come to your show i was like excuse me wow wow so not only did he came to the show my uncle who he hasn't spoken to his brother in 20 years came to the show wow I performed a song that my mother used to say, I love you to the moon and back. And I sang this song uh, referencing my mom and the love we had. And then I held my dad's hand and he looked at me uh, in the dressing room and just said, wow, you're beautiful. Wow. And, and it was like this whole, and I believe all of this kind of stuff comes to you when you're in gratitude and when yeah, you're clear. Sure, yeah. Absolutely. And I was open to it and he felt safe. And, and it was just like, what? And so I believe, you know, drag all of that, you know, that Mrs. Gotcha Davis, you know, brought that together. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, and it's such an amazing thing to have that moment, those moments with my father, because it was rough. I mean, it's the seventies and eighties and I bet I best sum it up by saying he used to try to beat the girl out of me. Uh -huh. yeah. And so I just did everything I could to not show that side of me sure which is probably why i tried you know why I, I created mrs kasha davis so i can express that you know that uh you know that part of my gender fluidity <laughs> your fluidity <laughs> do you have time for just a couple more questions yeah sure i was curious about how long it was until you knew that your marriage was unsustainable because i imagine it was like a creeping fog you know God love her. I, I have nothing but love for Anne, but we, we knew early on, like even prior to getting married, cause I had, uh, there was a situation where I had come out to her and she's like, and this is, this is true. Oh my God. Love Scranton. She's like, you know, Oh Eddie, you're just European. We'll deal with it. Wow. And I was like, God. and I didn't know what European was, but I figured that's what I was. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and so we, dealt with it and the, i just recently saw a college friend a few days ago that i hadn't seen in 20 years and he said you cried all day at your wedding and i and he's also okay and he's like and i knew it wasn't because you look not just because you loved yeah. Marie, but you felt like it was over yeah. yeah and i felt like i literally felt like i'm giving my i'm truly giving all of myself to her yeah and in the marriage you know we we yes we had sex of course and we had you know, good times. And we, we ran a business together and we, on the outside, again, 
very typical in my life. Yeah. Everything looked great. But yeah. on the inside, it was like we weren't being ourselves. And yeah. she um she started to travel and study abroad and and began to have her life and I began to have mine. And of course, you know, we cheated on each other and yeah. and we got married at twenty and twenty one. Like what the hell were we doing? Sure, you it's know? very young. It's too young, really. Yeah, it's yeah. Too, way too young. Even so, for even if you know the situation wasn't what the situation was, it's still too young. Yeah. Right. So the long and short of all of that was that, you know, it was time for us to to move on. And we, we did have some really great years and we basically grew up together. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, Damn. but we don't talk that I don't believe in regrets, but I do, I wish her so, I wish her well. And yeah. I, it would be lovely to just catch up now because I think we've grown up. So your dad was able to come around. Maybe someday you two will be able to find a space to be able to communicate. Absolutely. And I, and I know through my Facebook stalking that she has, uh, well, she has children and, you know, and I'm so happy for her and, yeah. you know, and, uh, I, I'm happy for her. That's all there is to it. Which is That's great. Fabulous. And I just have another question about when your mother was in the heavy throes of addiction, did it sort of make it easier to not think about your own? Well, it gave me excuses to be like, you know, oh, to deal with how this was happening, mom, you know, and it was an, another reason to drink. Like, sure. it, it was the that really great, oh, this happened with mom today. I got to get a bottle of wine or Fox right. or whatever. Sure. And um, when I when it was really at its worst, which was after Drag Race, and I wasn't getting booked. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I was sitting there thinking, oh, my God, what did I do? I left this really successful career for yeah. this, yeah. following my dreams, and I got slapped in the face you know, I, listen, I believe she was communicating with me and it, you know, she had passed and I just felt her say like, Eddie, I don't want you to die the way that I did. You've got Oof. to stop drinking. Yeah. You, and yeah. I would hear it. And she's like, you know it. And you, you've always known it. And she'd say, please. And, you know, I remember like yelling in my house alone, like, stop it, stop, you know, like, and, and of course what would take it away? Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I was drinking and driving and I, oh. I was, um, it was a long run of, of gigs. I had a bunch of gigs and I thought I was better than I was. I thought I was more, you always do. Yeah. If you drink and drive, you always think you're fine. Oh, totally. oh sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, you I know? can handle it. I, I know other people yeah. can't, but I, I know my limits and yeah. Exactly. And yep. especially with as much as I drank, I always thought like, you know, if I just drank enough and then had a soda or drank enough and had a coffee, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, bullshit that you put yourself. And I swerved in my own neighborhood um, with children in the streets. Oh, wow. And I remember the next day when Stephen explained this to me, it was as if this thing washed over me. Uh huh. And I said, I will give up Stephen, the girls, my life, every single thing possible. Please, dear Lord, take this away. And yeah. it was this like, moment of like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I have to do. And I just, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a leader. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, a leader. I'm a manager. I'm a director. I'm in charge. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I don't know a fucking thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm starting to cry a little bit, but I, I went into the meetings of AA and I sat there and I just listened. Uh -huh. I was like, you all know so much more than me. I don't know a damn thing. Yeah. And you know, it just started to rebuild and as they say, you know, a, a, a day at a time and just each of the little things that they say, just there's so much meaning and finding uh, 
finding your way back. And it's truly, for me, the spiritual journey. I knew that moment that I asked for help and I got it. It yeah. was washed away. Yeah. It was like, that's it. And anytime I ever have some sort of a negative, nagging feeling where I'm going to go down that road, yeah. I immediately think to myself, you're the one that will swerve and, and, and you won't miss them. Yeah, yeah right. And, that's what, and right. do you want to live with that? Yeah. Right, right. You know, nothing would be worse. So yeah, that's amazing. And how long has it been since then? Well, we're coming up on three years. Congratulations. Holy shit, that's amazing. Kasha, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Thank you. It's, you that's know, a long ass time. It really is. That's a long motherfucking time. It's longer than the Colby's lasted on television. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that, now I'm really proud. Well, <laughs> the thing of it is, you know, that's so inspiring is that I know with our social media reach, I have messages from people all around the world that say, Thank you for speaking about it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your experience. And I, as a performer, in I have a, uh, a one particular gal in Australia who she is like, I still can perform because I know you can. Yes. That's amazing. And, yes. you know, and uh, in our particular drag community, uh, the gay community, any community, any community, but in drag, we know it. it is, you know, it really starts in those bars and those seedy halls yeah. where all of that stuff happens. Yeah. And it becomes part of the joke, part of the mystique. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. Right. So. Now you can just play drunk and do it even better. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's, yeah. And it's so much fun to play drunk because oh, I, mean, I have done the work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the research. Yeah. I have done the research. <laughs> How long was it after you stopped drinking? Were you able to be at the clubs and the bars, et cetera, without feeling a little funny about, you know, not indulging in the things that you did for forever? Yeah. You know, I think it wasn't. I, I wasn't off for long. I went through an outpatient rehab uh, program. And then I also uh, was, you know, two or three times a day I was at a meeting. Okay. And so not very long after I started to tour and actually, as a matter of fact, it was one of the cruises, the drag stars at sea I went on. And um, I just sort of knew that enough that I had to, to just sort of continue to follow those those tools and i just wanted the better life so it was just yeah. I, I cannot explain it to you other than it was like a switch that day at the window looking out in the street that i swerved where it was like off now that doesn't mean you don't have to work your program and be a part of it on a daily basis because sure. i know any level of like quote unquote i've got this and it's back oh yeah gotcha so mm -hmm. i mean you it doesn't this is something that will never go away i'm always going to be an alcoholic it's that's it yeah. And so if you rest on that, um, any, at any time it can come back. It could be cut. And, and in my particular case, it, it's usually in tragic situations where I had turned to it. Sure. Um, so, um, I, I, you know, even going into the clubs soon after it used to, the bar would light up. It would be yeah. sparkling to me. Right. And now I forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually used to say to myself, to Steve, I'm like, yeah, everybody was hammered, you know? And now I'm in the clubs and I'm like, nobody is. Like a couple people are. Sure. Yeah. But it's not, I, <laughs> I was the, you know, I was probably the joke. I, I mean, I remember actually in one of our premieres, Kati came up to me and I said to, I was like, is the bar closed? And Kati's like, it's been closed a while. You've had a lot. <laughs> she was sort of like over me because I know I was like drink, 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 yeah. and she, you just kind of like gate, were really short with me. Like you know, it's yeah, yeah, it's been closed a while. You've you've had you've had quite a few. Yeah. Um. Now it just 
I don't know. I, no, it I, changes I like how it's... you perceive everyone else's behavior because yeah. part of your brain is also doing a full-time job of seeing everyone else in the same situation as you are. So you don't yeah. have to think, oh, maybe I've got a problem. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one of my favorite things I learned was that when somebody would say, you're always drunk, I was like, well, I wasn't always drunk, but uh-huh. you're always drinking, you're hungover, yep. you're thinking yeah. about your next yes. drink. Yes, totally. And so, yep. and you're planning it. And then you're yeah. saying, I'm never going to do that again. I'm not going to do it again. And then four o'clock rolls yeah. around or, you know, noon, whatever. Yeah. And then you're back in the cycle. So your mind is full of constant thinking, drinking sure, and yeah. thinking about it exactly. or um, making excuses that, for it or covering it up or trying to hide it, all that. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's, and it's, it's absolutely physically and mentally exhausting, Yeah. you know, and you think you're thinking to yourself, okay, well, let's see, I had a couple drinks on the way home from work. And when I get to the house, if I have a coffee, then um, I'll stop and I'll say, I got a bottle of wine and then I'll get a bottle of wine. And like, it's, yeah, yeah. Just, what am I doing? Like it was so much time and effort put in, making those plans and now what's great too is uh, as i'm sure you realized when you stop drinking you can be like you know what i'm gonna have a p- tub of ice cream and it won't really matter because now my organs are actually working the way that we're supposed to and <laughs> i'm gonna have that cake tomorrow too yeah well <laughs> not always know. not always but i'm just saying it, it's uh, one of those things where it, it, it's so taxing on the system and it's easy to forget that until it's no longer in your system right well i will tell you i at the time of drag race I was at my thinnest again, and all I was doing was drinking and running. I was running a minimally on a daily basis, like seven to 10 miles a yeah. day. Wow. And um, I remember telling you, Katya, like, oh, yeah, I wake up early in the morning and I run yeah. because that's what I do. I would yeah. run and run because it would make me feel sober. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't eat because I saw, like, it was the fashion and the thin season. So right. I just had to sure, eat. Sure, And I thought that's what I had to be, which isn't me. No. And, you know... It, it took me a while, but like I actually eat, and boy, do I know how to eat! Like I love <laughs> my desserts, and of course, touring with Darian, you know, she's my uh, she's she she's the one who says, you know, you've had enough, uh, Kasha. Let's slow down. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Well, it's been a really a delight talking with you, and also it was nice meeting you uh, over the phone. Oh yeah, by the way, this is Craig, Ms. <laughs> Mrs. Davis. Oh. Meet Craig, my friend. <laughs> Wait, I thought, it's not RuPaul. I, yeah. Oh well, I'm you're hanging up. Click. Yeah, no. <laughs> we'll get I, back to your I, accountant, you dumb bitch. I know exactly. And listen, I have to tell you, it's just such an exciting thing to see you doing this, Katya. I think it's been fantastic. Uh, I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, it's been great, and. There's so many exciting things are coming and you know, it's good to, to have a, a sister in a, a sister a, in sobriety, a sober sister. Yeah. You're, you know, I'm so finally much... clear now that I'm on meth. <laughs> well, <laughs> just these California I mean, uh, raspberry Coca-Cola's, yeah. which are starting exactly. to be a problem. Just good old yeah. cane well, sugar. Strap me to the gurney. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so always, there's, you know, there's always time for a Coca-Cola. Th- there there's, you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Exactly. Well, oh, best of luck to you and good luck at DragCon with the children's. And I hope yes, you make I lots of wait. money and have a good time. That sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for calling. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. This is Craig. I'm just interrupting the show to let everyone know that we are on Twitter at Katya and Craig, as well as Instagram as Katya and Craig. We have an email address, whimsicallyvolatile at gmail.com. And please subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Thank you to everyone who's already left reviews. Thank you to everyone for all the lovely comments. And I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Excuse me. 
I'm looking for some hot fried chicken wings. Do you know where I could get any hot, sexy fried chicken wings? <laughs> <laughs> You're not, this is not being recorded. This is not being recorded on video. The audio is being recorded. The audio is being recorded. Hello, this I'm is- Greg. Hi. Hey, Zach. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Oh, my God. Let me shut it off because I'm so popular. I'm getting all these text mesh sounds. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking with the incomparable Miss Hoo-Hoo-Bee. We were trying to prank phone call you, but but FaceTiming doesn't really allow for that. No, no, it doesn't. It's a whole, I know, and I, a whole show. I also, have your, I also have your email now, so I'm like, oh, okay. What a- <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm in New Mexico. Where I'm in f- Albuquerque. Albuquerque? Yeah, I'm at FX tonight. Oh, cool. Yeah. What's the tea? How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Yeah, you're good. I just put Neosporin on my rash. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the rash? Can I see it? I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see the rash. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, that you can't enjoy this rash. I know, but, but... I'll, I will describe it to you. Oh, my God. That's... Wait. Wow. How did that happen? What is that? Well, I'm going to say it was a bed bug. <laughs> really? A, a travel bed bug? For the listeners at home who can't see, that was gnarly. Yeah. That's pretty gnarly. What what happened? Well, I traveled to Seattle last week. I won't name the hotel because I don't think it was the hotel. Okay. But I, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Traveler travels. It doesn't. But where do you think you got it from? I don't know if it, I honestly don't know if it was the hotel because I don't have any at home. And yeah. Thank I, God. Yeah. I've stayed at that hotel before. Um, Weird. But it was one asshole bed bug that was like, I'm going to stick around. <laughs> yeah. That looks like the work of a serial killer, not a bed bug. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you steam cleaned all your clothes and everything? Because sometimes they can get on your clothes. You know what's hilarious, though? I do that shit every time I come home anyways. Oh, so that, oh yeah. That was already done. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is it in my wigs? No. Oh. No. 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 Yeah, you are, I, you've always been very, very good about, like, unpacking... Um, oh, cleaning yeah. stuff. You're you're a clean. Are you a clean freak? My tights don't stink, girl. You know my tights are clean. They are. She's always been very uh, dutiful with her dragoonery. Uh-huh. Um, dutiful with the doo doo. Yeah. You've worked with girls that don't that do not wash their tights. Mama, I am that girl. <laughs> I am that girl. I'm a dumpster whore. I haven't. I haven't showered. I haven't showered in th- in almost I think three days. Oh my gosh, your next shower, can you save me a cup of that? Because I want to drink it. Yeah! You want to lick my dirty ass, bitch? We can call it Katie Sauce. Oh! Wait, so, Craig, um, Jujubee's name out of drag is the coolest name in the world. It's Airline. Airline, wow. First name, Air, last name, Line. My last name's Inthirath. Inthirath. Airline Inthirath. Laotian. Oh, okay. Inthirath Airlines, I heard, is really on the up. Yeah, you should start Inthirath Airlines. If I ever started an airline, it would be airlines, airlines for a great never be late. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please do some of your world famous Britney Spears impersonation? Yes. Okay. Okay. Get it. Get into this, Craig. This is good. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't mean to somebody, put you on the spot. Somebody called "Suck My Cock" just tapped me on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a possible romance. Yeah. <laughs> do you get a lot of trade on Grinder? Uh. Oh, girl, I don't take the train. Who I look like? I don't even know what you just said. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) 
Let me do my Britney. Let me do my Britney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to warm up. For, she's going to do a vocal warm up for her Britney because it's pretty amazing. Okay. Are you better work? I come again. It's my favorite Britney song. Yeah, that's amazing. Wait, wait, wait. Do the old baby, baby. It's killing me. I must confess. I still believe. When I'm not with you, I <laughs> and you know all the lyrics. <laughs> you know all the. Uh... <laughs> no, my favorite thing about Britney is she could be doing anything, and then she'll just go, "Ah." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's her signature. Yeah. What song is you performing these days? Who do you like? Uh, I guess we can call it performing. Oh my god! Don't be hard on yourself. <sighs> I girl, I I've not been hard in fucking months. Are you having an okay time on the road? Are you struggling in any way? This could be a therapeutic process if you like. Oh, you know, you know what? I um, I actually was just going to look for a meeting. Oh, How there funny. you go. Well, we just That's... talked to Mrs. Kasha Davis. Oh my! I love Kasha. Kasha's been, Kasha's been somebody who's been so active in in keeping up with me, and I think yeah, that is yeah. so cool. And you too. And thank you. Well, yeah, this, the sober sisters got to stay together because that's how it works. Yeah, I mean that's that, how it that works. Is, especially, it's like you know, it, it's hard to be a drag performer and have to be in kind of you know in front of everybody that that is either using or drinking, and sure, yeah. that's that's their that's their thing. I don't I don't push sobriety or or being clean on anybody. No, because it's my journey. Yeah, um, but. Having other queens who understand is literally like my savior. Kasha has been a good, uh, we've been in like a sisterhoody sober support system. And um, like, yeah, because like, you know, we are technically like liquor salesmen, Craig. Right. I mean, we are, we go, we work in bars, we yeah. work in nightclubs. There's drink minimums. Yeah. Um, right. And we're right. there to entertain fucking alcoholics and, and party people. And, yeah. But there's no judgment, though. <laughs> that sounded a little judgmental, but. <laughs> but that's the arena that you're in. It's it's a partying atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how do you stay, how do you stay afloat and sober in an alcoholic, uh, an alcohol infused environment? I just look at it as work now because before the alcohol was a part of my job like you yes. like you were saying and it, it almost felt like like when i would say no to drinks i would feel guilty yeah make- yeah because you feel I- like a buzzkill right yeah, well i've been called boring oh there you go um and not just in bed but- <laughs> <laughs> that's when it that's when it really stings that's when it really stings no jujubee listen i have to i have to make a confession to you okay i recently had an incident and not a sweet pussy Pauline incident. I had an incident where I was not able to please a man. With anything? Not even like your hands? No, I was I was not able to give him what he required. Now, why is that? Because you you weren't interested? Or... Uh, no, because I, I, don't, I didn't, maybe I didn't you... fuck hard enough. Oh, or I didn't okay. choke him when he wanted to be choked. Or I didn't hate fuck him when he wanted to be hate fucked. I was, oh. an, I was an incompetent top. Well, maybe a mismatched top. Well, incompatibility is always yeah, but but it it, it stung. For him or you? Well, <laughs> for me, because I don't like being rejected. Yeah. yeah. Um. Have you ever had that? Has anybody ever compromised your masculinity in the bedroom? Do you know what I mean by that? Like, I honestly, I I, I talk like I'm a whore, but I'm such a prude. Okay. So I see what you. I, mean. I've only had sex three times. This- Wait, are you are you serious? Yeah, I've had sex twice this year, and it was with one person. 
and we had a great time. <laughs> oh my god, this is like giving me a boner. I know, I know, I sound like a whore, but I'm not. Now, was your sexual activity different before you got sober? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How so? Yeah. My sexual activity before I got sober was never done sober. Yeah, right. It was, yeah. It was always inebriated, so I um, maybe that's why I haven't had that much sex because I it, maybe it's a trigger a little. Is that, is that no, that no, that's, sense. no, that that's a hugely common thing, especially for yeah. people. I can't stop telling you this, and I haven't even talked about this in meetings because I've been oh, too you scared don't have to. to. If you don't want to, everybody's going to hear it now, and they're going to say, "Mom, no, have sex with me." Well, hey, <laughs> yeah. I'm at in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of sober, horny people out there who would like to be sober and horny with you, I'm sure. Absolutely. You're a good-looking guy. You think so? You want to get together, Katya? I want to rummage around in your shit can. <laughs> I want to tongue-pop your honey pot. <laughs> <laughs> you want to massage that rash. I want to lick your teeth and pull your ears and call you a whore. <laughs> a whore with a silent w <laughs> yeah, yeah. would you okay here's the personal question would you uh oh are oh, you showing us a book oh, it's a, russell uh, brand's book uh, on russell. recovery freedom from our addictions great it's really good he on the back i remember we had that in rehab and he says how not to be fucked or something he does a really yeah. like vulgar version of the 12 steps and it's really cool yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's, what were you saying? well i was gonna say would you let me slide my erect penis in between the crook of your elbow like back like in and out of your elbow would you be amenable to that no, I'd be totally fine with that if, if you like eczema. I love eczema. <laughs> I have psoriasis. I got smooth skin, honey. Unless, I mean, I, you want to rub it against that rash? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's always a circle. I wanna, circling I, around I, I want to diagnose that rash. I want to get to the bottom of that rash and then pound your gash. Ah. Like Stacey Dash. <laughs> Who is Stacey? Dash. Stacey Dash is that that uh, actress, from, right? actress from Clueless who went cuckoo bananas. Yeah, and then she was a correspondent on Fox News, I think. Yeah, she she turned Republican. She was um, uh, Dion I, from Clueless. Yeah. Ass ass. <laughs> do you eat ass? I love it. Me too. I lo- it's my favorite thing to do. I think it's a control thing for the both of us, though. No, but don't you think? Did you be that everybody's a control freak? Come on. Uh yeah. I yeah. mean, I think every, even bossy bottoms are control freaks. Because they're bossy. Well, right. <laughs> I like I, a, hungry. It's because they've been eating salad, no dressing for three days. That's true. <laughs> they, need to, they need to have a nice man to come give them pound town experience. <laughs> um, I have a theory. Yeah. Would you like to hear it? I don't think there's any. No, you're going to tell me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a formality, what you just said there. <laughs> do, you think, do you think I'm extra? This is not the theory, just a question. Do I think you're extra? Yeah. Like guacamole? <laughs> 50 cents extra. That's how we all know you. Like Calorie Kardashian? Calorie Kardashian. I love her. Yeah, she's cool. Do you know, uh, who's your favorite on Drag Race right now? RuPaul. Shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that is the best answer ever. Oh, she's the underdog. She's the underdog. Yeah. We're still gunning and, for her. Well, yeah. And then Michelle. The Michelle. They're the top so Michelle Visage came to Jacques um, and visited you, and then we all went out to a state one night, and um, yeah. I I performed there, and she was I was very scared for her to be like um, watching the show, and I did this crazy number that nobody liked, and then she told you, oh, so she's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> What's some high praise? It is high praise from Madame Visage. Yeah, where are you going next? Yeah. You're you're in Albuquerque now. Where are you going next? 
Uh, I'm in Albuquerque now. I'm at a Carrie Nation in Boston for brunch with oh. Destiny and Misery. Are you serious? <gasps> I just talked to Misery the other day. How's she doing? She looks great. She's lost weight. Has she? Gosh, that's like poetry from uh, Juju. Yeah, she <laughs> looks great. She lost, lost weight. weight. She's a Panamanian queen. <laughs> <Boop>. <laughs> airlines, airlines. airlines. Never be late. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. That is really good. How long after you got sober were you comfortable going back into the bars and clubs or did you just throw yourself in? It was a week. I had to work. Oh, you know, yeah, shit. Yeah. And I um I told the people there when I got there, I was like, Hey, I um I don't I don't drink or use anymore, so please be mindful. And they were incredible. They were That's respectful. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and I that doesn't mean that I don't want anybody around me to be drunk. Like it doesn't matter. Sure. Like, right. I actually prefer so, people to be a little bit drunk around me because I look a lot cuter. I think so too. And then, like, if my lash is wonky, they're like, "It's all right," you know. <laughs> yeah. Just surround yourself with enablers, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> One thing, actually, you told me when I before I got on Drag Race, Craig Jujubee was extremely helpful in in how to uh, behave myself on the road. How so? She she taught me to be gracious. Yeah. To say hello to everybody, to be respectful. And I really followed in your footsteps because you have one of the most stellar reputations when it comes to the road. Oh. Everybody loves you. It's true well, though. I, well, that's really sweet. That's really kind. Well, that's my experience anyways. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. Advice though, Nina. Nina, Nina Flowers. Nina oh, wait, sorry, Flowers. So Nina gave you that advice? What'd she say? Well, she told me exactly what you just said. And then she said the most important thing is to take time for yourself because you could get lost in it. Well, that's what I didn't do. Yeah. And, uh-huh. Well, I didn't do that either. Yeah. You know, and I think that was just my my cockiness, my self-centeredness. We're all self-centered. Oh, I please. Yeah. Alcohol addicts, where we all think that we are so powerful when we're powerless. Like, you know, I'm not going to yeah. regurgitate the, the book, yeah. but like that's what we are. And yeah. um even when we're not using or drinking, we still have the same mindset. So we have to pull back yeah. and, and the principles. And, and uh, I always think about my first day at like a meeting and I'm like, wow, I'm so scared. And then it became like this whole family. Yeah, I think it's great that we can openly talk about this. And there are people out there who may be suffering who gain something from it. And, yeah, that's no, and they do. They yeah. really do. Because all, yeah. a lot of the, the fear of, of starting something new or the fear of taking a risk. Uh, it, <laughs> she's giving me this face. <laughs> but that fear is it can be applied to anything. And then guess what? You just do it. Right. You just do it. You stick around. Stop staying scared. I, that's how I think it is. And just just head on. Yeah. And then when you get there, it's like, oh, this is it. You yeah, know? exactly. Of course, recovery is so fucking hard, but it's so worth it because... If if I was still fucked up and you were still fucked up, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. <laughs> no, I would. We, this would be chatterbait, and I'd be jerking off at the screen, <laughs> and on my computer, I, yeah, no less, yeah, and, and somebody else's house squatting. <laughs> okay. I'd be in somebody else's house wiping down their wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. What's your favorite beverage now? Well, I can only have one Shirley Temple because it's made <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, like. like Oh my God. Have you ever had a Shirley Temple and it's just red? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm like dying because it's just so much sugar, but I I just drink soda water and lemon. Yeah. That's what Kasha Davis said. Well, Kasha said lime. Lime. So yeah. Yeah. You guys would be safe if there was a shortage on citrus. You could just, you'd stick to the lemons. Yeah. Kasha would stick to the limes. It's easier. And sometimes I'll do like a splash of cranberry, but then it starts. But that's so wild. 
Well, you know, I know mm, it's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> How do you um, deal with the meet and greets? What's your what's, because you're a very friendly person. You're a very warm person. Does it ever get to be too much? The meeting and the greeting. You know, it does. It does because you don't get uh, an exact. You're the same way, though, bitch. Remember, our meet and greets together took so long. Oh my god, interminable! Be, because we're just talking and chatting, pulling out our yeah. photo albums, diagnosing <laughs> scars. Uh, I think you and I are the queens that could get somebody's life story in a meet and greet. Yes, we. Do, I do often, and then I get my yeah. own. <laughs> I know, and then I'm like, oh, I need to go to a meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, Love meet and greets. I prefer them to, to be before because people aren't so sloshy. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and that's that's something that's kind of difficult. And um, you know, sometimes when people get drunk, they they get a little loose lips. So they sometimes they say things, but I have to be very like centered and yeah, and, and take a step back. And yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's it, as long as they're happy, I'm cool. But as soon as as soon as I feel like I'm done, I'm I, I give that like <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it gets a little gnarly at the end. It can yeah, get a little think, gnarly at the end. I think people. I think people. Um, they they know we're human, but the character is is there. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The the boundaries between what is what is um, on and off become very murky in the meeting right. experience because sometimes, like you said, people will they feel very comfortable. We we uh, we project a level of warmth and openness that allows them to share these very personal details, but. At the end of the day, we're just a, a pig in a wig. So, right. Like, know. I ain't a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. do look like absolute female woman, though. Right now? No. <laughs> no. You do too. You do yeah. too. We're both women. We're, when we're in drag, we're women. Do you feel, yeah. when you put on the wig and the drag and, the, and, the, and all the, the, the stuffs, do you transition into um, like XX chromosomal female biological fantasy? I think I'm a cat when I'm in drag. Really? Yeah. Like, I, I just walk around, like, with my tail up. And then, like, if I don't like something, my tail's slapping the ground. And then my- <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I just I just act like one of my cats where I'm just like, wow. I love that. Well, you're a huge cat person. Yes, I love my animals. Yeah. They don't judge. They, well, they judge you, but they don't, you know? Well, cats are very judgy. What are you talking about? Well, they're well, prissy. Yeah, well, that's that's my cat's name, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good name for a cat. Yeah, Miss sending me photos right now through Messenger. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Who's who's sending you photos? Misery, misery. She's trying to. Oh, misery. She's sending you photos. <laughs> Probably of her ding. Of her big Panamanian ding dong. Wouldn't you love to see Misery on Drag Race? A girl. That would be everything. I would love, I would love to see her in Untucked. Oh but my! Oh. Misery from Boston in on, on Untucked yeah. would just be laying. Out. She I want to just... see her. In, I want to see her and the vixen together. I want to see what that argument's gonna be like. Oh my god! Because misery does not pull any punches. Yeah, she does no. not pull punches. And then we can put Derek Barry in the middle. Oh my Derek... god! It would be everything. Well, we're gonna let you go because when we have to get it ready for a show soon. What's going on, girl? You know, I I was actually gonna um, change my flight tomorrow. For, oh, for the morning times, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do my little meditation. I meditate every day now. Is that uh, crazy? Look at you, Miss Buddha. That's really degenerate. I yeah. think you should be careful yeah. with that. I think you should. I, I, I've been warned about the dangers of meditation, airline. Next thing, you, you could be shaving your head and wearing a robe. And falling asleep <laughs> from the meditation and waking up. <laughs> yeah. <after>. Totally. <laughs> oh. Well, I it's love good you to guys. talk to you. Um, get some rest. Get some meditations. And um, take care of yourself. 
I can't wait to see you again. You look great, and I'm so Thank happy you. for you. Thank you, sister. I love you. It's good talking I, with you. I love you too, Greg. You too, Jujubee. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. It's Greg, I have an illicit confession I wish to make. Please uh, do share. I'm constantly vigilant. Constantly, darling. That's quite exhausting, isn't it? Yes, it is. Are you pro-vigilant? I'm pro-vigilant. Um, what are you doing there, Craig? I'm adjusting the backup recorder to make sure that we have a backup copy of our conversation. And because it's not registering, it's okay. It's on. I got some of it happening. That so. sounds like vigilance. It does sound like vigilance, doesn't it? Very pro- it does. I'm very vigilant about making sure. Oh, wait, hold on, darling. Right. Adjust the ah, levels, ah, Craig. Ah, there we go. If you yes. don't adjust the levels, the children will shriek and will be paraded around in the town square, tarred and feathered and left out to dry. Just because they had to adjust <gasps> the volume up and down, up and down, up and down. <sighs> Kids out home, I need you to know something. I'm not on meth. Okay, that's a little harsh. But it's true. It's true. Um, I have recently yes been in contact yes with my dead dad. Oh, and he wants money, as I saw on Twitter. He wants money. They're all after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> you know, I used to be a paranoid person. Really? How? Do you, ask me how I fixed that. Katya, how did you fix that? By not being paranoid. Oh, see, that's a handy little trick. I think a lot of people would uh, not think of that. I know, but I'm serious. Yeah. Um. Well, ask how the- did you achieve that? How did you decide that you were not going to be paranoid anymore? It's a mixture of three things. Uh-huh. Number one, uh, carnauba wax. <laughs> Number, no. Which is essential to any uh, initiative. Absolutely. You've seen Point Break, right? I actually have not. What the fuck, Craig? I know, I know. You need to get into the Keanu Reeves of life. Well, I saw Johnny Mnemonic, and that was horrifying enough for me to not see anything else. Okay, well, in. yeah, you know, everybody's entitled to a clunker. Well, that's quite a clunker. Everybody's entitled to a stinker. Yep, that was a clunker and a stinker. And everybody's entitled to a little bit of hullabaloo. That's right, the hullabaloo. <laughs> Who doesn't like a little hullabaloo? Who doesn't like a little um a little hooey? And a, wait, 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 wait what's hooey the, with the side uh, order of hullabaloo? Uh, yeah, what is the one that's um um ballyhoo? Ballyhoo, yes, <laughs> all the ballyhoo. Yeah, um, ask me how I how, asked me. Okay, ask me how I stopped being paranoid. Katya, how did you stop being paranoid? I stopped doing meth. Ah, <laughs> see, I figured we'd get around to that because yeah. meth, meth is not the best thing uh, if you don't want to be paranoid. It's certainly not. Meth ain't cool. No, it's not. It's not cool because um, what uh, the I'm seeing a, a really wonderful therapist right now, Betsy oh, good. Spear, uh, the Itsy Bitsy Spear, uh-huh. um, and she uh, is a dual diagnosis uh, therapist, and she talks about meth being the devil. Well, that's a fair uh, characterization of meth, I think. It brings out all your worst qualities. And erases all the good ones, right? You know, it, different strokes for different folks. Some people can actually handle their meth, and I, I have not met them. <laughs> but uh, there's they're a rare breed. Yeah, they're, it's a uh, mysterious. Usually, I think it's just ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, some people can handle their liquor. Some people can handle their meth. I have not met the meth handling ones. Yeah. yet. They're kind of mythical. Those the mythical. It's the meth myth. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they got the meth mouth and the meth myth. Um, but I I stopped truly caring what people think about me and i know that's okay in my situation i can hear the the my inner critic says well darling isn't that easy everybody loves you well not everybody loves me Mm -hmm. um but i i truly don't i just i don't care what people think about me because i usually do a pretty damn good job yeah you know that's true and also, everyone has people that don't like them. So yeah, what are it's you the do? human condition. Not everyone likes everyone. No, not everybody likes everybody.
Somebody actually told me the other day, I'm not a big fan of like cheesy affirmations because I don't like cheesy and corny stuff. Well, you don't like cheese too, so you have to scrape the cheese off that affirmation. Scrape the cheese off. And I know that's unrelatable, but here we go. Um, You're allergic to cheese. You just don't like it. I don't like cheese. Yeah. I I do eat pizza, so that makes me a hypocrite. Whatever. Yeah. That's the exception that proves the rule. Okay. I'll accept that. Um, But this person suggested to me that I should look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And all I think about is Stuart Smalley, of course. (laughs) Um, I'm good enough. I'm blah, blah, enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. That's right. But sometimes, um, sometimes, honey, that's not the case. And by the way, for those of you not familiar with Stuart Smalley, it was a terrific Al Franken character that was on SNL in what the late '80s, early yeah. '90s. Yeah. yeah, it was a, it was a, it was send up in a, a piss take of a, a daily affirmational kind of new agey stuff. Yeah, psychobabble. But at the heart of it, it, he kind of was with it. Yeah, I deserve good things. I am entitled to my share of happiness. I refuse to beat myself up. I am an attractive person. I am fun to be with. Daily Affirmation with Stuart Smalley. Stuart Smalley is a caring nurturer, a member of several 12-step programs, but not a licensed therapist. I'm going to do a terrific show today, and I'm going to help people because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. You know, we've all been there with like, you, you look in the mirror, you're sizing yourself up. And, um, but I look, I look in the mirror. So oh, anyway, so the person, uh, suggested that I should look in the mirror and, and find like three or four good things about myself and, 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 and real things. Yeah. But that doesn't work for me. So you didn't get any value from doing that? Like looking in the mirror and saying good things to yourself? Yeah. Because honestly, Craig, all I see is a shell. Really? Yes. That body's not me. That body is not anybody. Mm-hmm. Mr. Body's body is gone. You know, <laughs> but that that body is not even. That's not me. Uh-huh. I have a that? I have a wig on my face, Craig. Uh-huh. I have a wig on not my face. Not at the moment. Right now. I, I, no, I have a wig I, on I can, my face. Okay. I have a beard. It's a wig oh, on my I face. See. I see. Okay. It's a wig on my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's um and like you know just uh, the good old good old. Uh, you're born naked and the rest is drag. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, that is the truth. Yeah. You're born naked and the rest is drag. This body for me right now is drag. Bailey J talks about this actually on uh she tweeted about this the other day. Uh, T S Bailey J, who's a fabulously beautiful transsexual porn star, and um who's also really into the occult and she's she wants to be on the program. We'll oh well, her. we'd love yeah. to have her on the program. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And now you want to talk about smoking hot. Craig, I always want to talk smoking hot. Katya. This mama is smoking hot. Well, Katya, Craig, stop interrupting me. Katya, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to facilitate your thought process. <laughs> yeah. This mama is smoking hot. That's H O T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T. The T's never stop because she's smoking hot. Ah, there you go. Um, she talks about her transition in terms of playing with form, and that at the current time, this form, this body, is a party. Oh wow! So that's a pretty that's a pretty um, cool vibe. Yeah, that's a pretty cool vibe. Pretty cool vibe for someone so smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty ice cold way of looking at a body that's super hot. <laughs> hot. Yeah. Well, and it it, rem- it reminds me of um of Steve Martin in my uh, uh, my blue heaven. Oh where yeah. He comes. He's he's a uh, he's got his Italian mafia ladies man character in the, those terrible suits. I love. Those and he suits. he strolls up to Carol Kane in the frozen food section oh, yes. of the supermarket. And he says, "You know, it's pretty uh pretty dangerous for you to be in the uh, frozen food section." And she goes, "Why is that? Because you could melt all this stuff." <laughs> <laughs> and then she literally she faints into his arms like exactly. Oh. Uh, 
oh and then God, the, the so rest romantic. is her street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I look in the mirror and I just see whatever. How you look on the present day. Yeah. Okay. I just notice. I say, okay, yep, still balding. Okay, still got the wig on the face. <laughs> and then I say, oh, so, there's some hair there. Do I want it or not want it? Yeah. There's some tattoos there. Still love them. Thank God. That's um, a relief. It's a relief. And, and um, I don't judge it. Okay. I don't judge it. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people do that looking at the mirror. Well, they need to stop. Right. So how would you suggest that they go about that? The thing that motivates this for me, and and it's a struggle, of course. Sure. It's never a perfect picture, but um, in a lot of Buddhist teachings that I I learned from Thich Nhat Hanh, who's a Vietnamese Buddhist monk, I believe he's dead now, but anyways, uh, he talked about all views are wrong views. Interesting. Meaning? Uh, Meaning what you see isn't always the truth. Okay. Tatiana. Uh, that that's my that's been my mantra ever since Tatiana from Drag Race on All Stars two. She gave that spoken word piece. Yeah. Oh, Greg. Oh, <laughs> Greg. Yes, Scott. <laughs> what you see isn't always the tooth. Oh, that's true. And what you read isn't always Doctor Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> but she that blew my wig off. Yeah. It was a sneak attack, a sucker punch, and a humdinger, plus a wagon wheel and a fruit barn. Ooh. It was also a dish towel. I <laughs> was a six finger punch. Yeah. It was the six finger slap six from finger Princess slap. Bride. That's right. Yeah, That's right. It was the six fingered man, um, and he she slapped me right in the face with that six finger glove. Blew that wig clear off. Oh, the wig! I can't I, find me a telescope. Can't find the wig. <laughs> find me a telescope. Can't find the wig. Get the detectives. I can't find the yeah, wig. Yeah, no. Dick Tracy's gonna. Uh, you could scour. You could hire any private dick you want to do. Call Jessica Jones. She can't find that wig. Um, Even no, Detective Jackson, Latoya Jackson. Oh. That mag- there's no magnifying glass big enough to find uh-huh. that wig. No. Uh-uh-uh. Ah! And then, but but again, it's like you take the wig off and there's the head. Take the skull off and there's the brain. Take the brain out and there's the what? It's all drag. Yeah. It's all drag, Craig. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's just a shell. It's just skins and hairs, and it's nothing. It's nothing. It's a car. I always think about it like this. The gratitude, um, like, like uh, people say, and Ruth says all the time, every, pretty much all my fucking stupid advice, I, I, a lot of, if anybody needs to know how to live life, just look at Ruth on Twitter. Um, and help, she's, she, <laughs> or uh, listen to her podcast. Or too. listen to her podcast or read her damn books. Yeah. Um, and health is wealth. Uh-huh, so feeling good. Well, but here's the thing. Feelings aren't real. No, no, but I mean physically feeling good. Because uh, even though things, those things might not be real, there is no questioning that if you have the flu or if you have an injury or something like that, that will impede your day to day. Of course it does. Yeah. So health as well. But then, but then when we, but looking at the mirror, being, um, talking mostly about the shell, okay. the, the image, uh-huh. um, because a lot of times how we react to what we see in the mirror influences how we feel inside. That's true. The psychosomatic gig. But it's also the reverse is true, too. Yes. And actually, it's more yes, true. It's more true. Yeah. When you feel whole and, and balanced inside, your outsides reflect that. You have a certain joy. Yeah. And it, and it radiates. People can see it. It radiates. Yeah. I have that quality in spades. Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm not saying I'm beautiful because Gord knows. Gord. Gord. <laughs> Praise the Gord. Yeah, praise Gordon. Pass the potatoes. Pass the tapatos. Craig, you've got me in a tizzy. I'm touching myself. I'm unhinged. Oh God, I'm off the rails. It's the leather couch. Hot it does rails. it to everyone. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, but so going back, I when I see myself, I neither, I don't, I, I just see it. I don't, I don't become attached. Mm-hmm. I don't engage. 
I don't even um, sometimes I, I just let it go to the point where it smells like a rotting corpse. <laughs> like right now. Can you smell me? You can't smell me, though. We had a lot of perfume on earlier. Yes, I, I did. I did uh, take a whore's bath with my Tom Fard um, <laughs> tobacco oud. Ah. Um, and it's a good. That's a good scent. Yeah. Praise the oud. Praise the oud and pass the potatoes. Uh, it's actually sap the tapatos. The tapatos. 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 But I don't get involved with it. I that's, don't get involved. Well, that's with it. a hard, neat trick, though. Sometimes people can't have a tough time separating those three things. Well, for me, when I've spent so many years and so many minutes uh, painting it into a different shape, uh-huh. or, or corseting it and ad- uh, adorning it into a different shape and a different character and a different look, some I I always did different looks. I never really. Uh, I would uh, certain looks. I would ride till the wheels fell off, but. In terms of experimenting with style, shape, and, and whatever, sometimes mm-hmm. I look like a supermodel. Sometimes I look like a garbage dump. <laughs> and I love all of those shapes. Yeah. You know, but they're just shapes. Right. And you can put them on and take them you off. Put them on and take them off. And you can do the same thing with the human body in terms of uh, ingesting food and still, you know, you, um, you need, you know, losing weight, gaining weight. Um, well, what may- about that? So sometimes people have a real hard time looking at themselves in the mirror because they don't like what they see because, say, they're overweight or they're not where they want to be well the the you're ne- well, here's the thing you're never ever going to be where you want to be the nature of the human mind is such that it is not fixed it is volatile uh-huh. it is unstable the the illusion of stability is what gets us all ground up nothing is stable sure we're all fucking water molecules bitch we're we're stardust and all that bullshit or just we just went to um whatchamacallit uh the griffith observatory the other uh-huh. day and uh, we went to the planetarium and that was fun. Yeah. And they talked about, um, you know, we're matter. A lot of my advice on love, mm-hmm. I always get, I get from Erica Badula. Well, that's a good source. Yeah, Fat Belly Bella on Twitter. And uh, listen, if you want to know about love, you want to know about the nature of love and the energy of love, you just listen to Erica Badu. That's the edu- that's all the education you're gonna need. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the on the the header of her Twitter says you matter dot 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 until you multiply yourself times the speed of light squared, then you energy. Well. Wow. You know, and it's like, it's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. You're going to get, you're going to get all involved in the shape. You're going to get attached to the shape while you're in for a world of pain. Mm -hmm. You're in for a world of pain. If you want to lose weight, then lose weight. Right. Nobody said it's easy. Right. Nobody said it's hard either. (laughs) Nobody says it's impossible. Nobody says it's impossible, but nobody says it's possible. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You you accept the first, like, it's easy for me to say because my father and my mother and my family all groomed habits of fitness and movement and, and uh, I don't even call it self-care, just say self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, taking and, uh, care of oneself. Well, moving the body. Okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say taking care of oneself. Okay. Moving the body. Yeah. So you move the body, the body uh, maintains a level of fitness. Sure. But, but the shape... We all know that whatever you're doing, you know, anorexics, bulimics, people with body dysmorphia, what they see isn't even close to real sure so you, what you see what you see well move on don't get involved with that don't get involved with that what if if you someone's having trouble not getting involved with that focus on something else mm-hmm. lay down take a baby aspirin or maybe remove mirrors too if that's really you can remove all the mirrors yeah you can remove all the mirrors um you can uh just don't get involved but don't get attached don't it's get the, hung up don't get hung up because everything, every little thing that you say and do, <laughs> Craig. Baby, I'm hung up on you. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for your call. Baby, night and day. Uh, 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 what's the next line? 
At some point, she hangs up on them. At some point, you got to hang up. Oh, fun fact. Yes, I love a fun fact, Katya. Diane Creighton, Meg Rion, <laughs> yeah. and Lisa Kidrow yes. starred in a film with, I believe, maybe Walter Matthau or not, called Hung Up, Hanging Up. Oh, okay. It was a chick flick. Yeah. The only movie I believe that I've walked out of the theater on. Really? It was so bad. Diane Creighton has made a couple massive stinkers. Yeah. There was one I saw recently that... It was shockingly bad. It was her and Piper Perabo, star of Coyote Ugly, mm-hmm. because I said so. She plays Ugh. an overbearing mother, and it's worth watching if you want to watch a really bad film. There was a promotional underwear tie-in, because this first shot of the film is her three daughters in a locker room and showing their asses in oh underwear. God. So they actually sold underwear that said because i said so at macy's or something like oh that my god i think that i think hanging up might have been Nora efron i'm not sure hanging up let's hanging look that up. up yeah okay here's the description three sisters diane keaton meg ryan and lisa kudrow do what they do best with life love and lunacy on the telephone lines that bind when their father walter Matthau, is admitted to a los angeles hospital after years of wild living intermittent affection and constant phoning he's finally threatening to die it was by Delia Efron. Delia Efron. It was awful. I w- so uh, yeah. my friend Jen, um, my friend Jen, uh, we sk- we cut class to go to the movies. <laughs> we skipped class. And it was in high school, I believe. Yeah. Um, I and- love that you cut class to go see Hanging Up. Oh my god, it was so funny. We cut class to go see this movie, and it was this chick flick, and we left because mm-hmm. it was awful. I've rarely walked out of a film. Oh my god, it was like, yeah, I'm because back. I have a critical mind. It's like if if I'm if I'm in the throes of a stinker, yeah, I got to see it till the bitter end. Me too. Yeah, so that you can really frame up your whole viewpoint. And I, and we was just like, no, bitch, this ain't even worth it. Let's get the fuck out of here. That's right. Like Madonna's Shanghai Surprise with Sean Penn. It's like that. I can't. Oh, I've never really? finished it. I've tried three times. <sighs> Usually, yeah. Even if a movie's rotten, I love watching it to the end because a, I know I'm never going to watch it again. Right. B, I just want to see how it ends and yeah. so i can fully enjoy the shittiness right exactly and be like okay so that's where they went and i can't believe it and now thank god it's over yeah yeah but this one we just like it wasn't even entertaining yeah it was just like jesus christ we cut class for this bullshit out of here um hold on i feel something coming oh it was that so was disappointing another one will sneak up on you okay well since we only have a few minutes left right yeah. now we should uh how do you want to wrap up the uh kasha and jujubee calls i think we had two really interesting oh, chats with those were great yeah yeah and it shows that you know it's always interesting to see how the um the progression of of this particular and unique style of fame yeah shakes out yeah, you absolutely. know, because um, I, I was very naive in my assessment of the sisterhood of the traveling pantalones. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm like, Paul, you know, I said in Polytrana, everybody gets along. Everybody loves each other. I'm an idiot. It turns out I was just on meth the whole time. Just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but you know, it 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 is everybody has uh, their own insecurities. Sure. Everybody has their own ambitions. Yeah. Everybody deals with competition and jealousy and being left out or included or booked or not booked in their own unique way. Um, but what's cool is that seeing how these like road warriors deal with being in the eye of the storm, right? You know, and how they in in Kasha and Juju B, um, or Eddie and Airline, um, have been a huge boon to me, a buoy, if uh, you will. Yeah. And um, like I, you know, it's cool. We're we're there for each other. 
Yeah, yeah, which is really great. Thing. And, and people like to see that, and that's why I think that's why we they're, the, we're not reticent to kind of hold back, or we're not. We're, you're not. Uh, no, that didn't make sense. No, no, I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a double negative. Yeah, I think yeah. you're not reticent to um, let flow with. I know. Yeah, you, you know, reticent is to be sort of um, Un, unwilling. Right? Unwilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. You're, you're not. We don't hold back. Yeah. We don't hold back. You're willing to not hold back. Yes, we're willing to share our our experience, and um, because a lot of people struggle with this shit, and a lot of the struggles, the struggle is real. dot com slash everybody. Yeah, you know, like we this particular kind of struggle resonates with people. Um, because a lot of sensitive folks, guess what they do? Turn to drugs, drinking and alcohol. Sure. And this is the biggest, the biggest takeaway that I'd like for people to have from the uh, from myself from jujubee and from kasha and i'm sure that they will agree is that you don't need uh the boo the booze and the drugs you don't need it to uh to party that's right you don't you don't you don't and this is this fear this this wretched fear especially of wild people like myself and other people like uh well i'm not really that wild but um Th- that that once that that goes down, life is going to be boring. Yeah, that life is going to be, be hum- boring. That in that the person will be boring. Oh, please. Yeah, it's for me, anyways. I'm more extra now. Yeah, you're more yourself. I'm. You're more yourself. You stop dulling. You stop um, diluting, and you yeah. stop concealing. That's right. And um, so you know, people out there, they still really get hung up on that. I forget where I was my, in my brain. I went somewhere, and I wasn't able to vocalize it. That's okay. You went there, and the door got closed, and you went, "Wait a second, I own this place." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my own brain, goddamn it! How Let do me... you deal with my ridiculousness? I don't find it ridiculous. Okay, I enjoy uh, discussing things with you and uh, bantering back and forth. But you have such a good you're you're you pay attention, don't you? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you have a laser focus. Oh, really? Well, thank you. I think you do. I think I might. Sometimes I catch myself going off in a train of thought and I, and then I, I can't come back. Well, but we all have different ways of processing information. I think of mine like a big balloon of feces. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a hot air balloon with feces? It's, it's, it's it's not, there's nothing hot about it. It's a cold shit balloon of drama. (laughs) Well, it's good. They have to keep the shit cold though, because if it, you know, if it it was warm, the balloon is not going to stay a balloon much longer and it's just going to go on everyone. Well, that's that, that's that fucking middle child, Catholic, goony, loony, mayday baby. I'm just a bullshitter and just wriggling around in my own motherfucking bullshit. But see, you have the ability also to go on flights of fancy. I love a flight of fancy. And see, but that's a really valuable thing and it's a wonderful thing. So there's no shame in that. And also just, uh, you know, we happen to have a really good um, chemistry in terms of talking about things. Yeah. Especially now that I'm not on math. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing too, is that people get confused. Sometimes people like, um, I'd say songwriters or whatever who have yeah. forever been writing and recording or singing yep. while fucked up. Yep. Sometimes they think if, if that goes away, then it goes away. Forgetting that they can explore their gifts despite oh the my drugs God. and everything. And that, like, listen, that's the, that is, everybody, we romanticize the wildlife, of course. Sure. Because it's a wild life. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and, you you never want to sound like you never want to be a buzzkill, a judger, a wet blanket, a party pooper, yada yada yada. Yeah. But the ability, like that, is the ultimate fallacy, and that just that bears repeating a hundred times. Yeah, sure. That you you take away the stuff 
from the thing and the thing becomes uncluttered that's not right. boring no the thing is then allowed to breathe it's and... allowed to breathe yeah expand yeah it's allowed to undulate right wildly seductively and without shame it's like for instance david <sighs> bowie in the mid 70s was so full of cocaine he didn't remember making station to station there you go but it's not because he was doing all those drugs that no, the album was made. No, the cocaine didn't make him brilliant. No, exactly. Jesus no Christ. No amount of cocaine would turn someone else into David no. Bowie. Yeah, meth for me made me calm down. Mm-hmm. It made me... Be, it made well, me an illusory calmness, though. Oh, no, because it's not a calm. No, it's, that's it's, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. It made me stay put. This, because on, and when you put, take that away, what do you have? The restlessness. Yeah. The irritability. Which you then have to deal with. Yes. You got to deal with the restlessness. You got to deal with the irritability, the discontent. And Every, discomfort. And discomfort. And everybody has their own timeline. For me, when the fire gets hot, I like to deal with it right there and then. Uh-huh. And uh, the two most two potent motivators of getting sober for me were when right at the moment of intervention. Okay. When I when the intervention was right because I'm so fucking stubborn <laughs> and I'm I can, you cannot tell me nothing. Yeah. And if you um so fucking stubborn. Gotcha. I tried to tell you something and you're just so stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> but if anybody says, you know, honey, have you ever? Th- maybe you need to get sober now. I'm like, fuck you. And then I get sober as fuck. Uh huh. Sober as fuck. Because I'm like, I'll show these fuckers. You think I should do this? You think I should do this? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it (laughs) despite what you said. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had nothing to do with it, by the way. Oh, yeah. By the way, it was none of your your, none of your encouraging, loving words that made me happy. None of your continuous loving support that allowed me to see the truth of myself. It was all my idea. (laughs) (laughs) That's the ultimate childish, immature, stubborn fool. Yeah. And I love myself for it. <laughs> so that's all I have to say, Craig. Will you please powder my hole? Uh, well, we'll have to go off mic for that. I don't want any evidence of that. And uh, this isn't recording, is it? Do you know that I have the most Powdery incredible? Hole? <laughs> <laughs> no, my swamp ass and my swamp foot—they are formidable, prodigious, and disgusting. Well, it's going to take a lot of talcum. Oh yeah, are you doing, have you ever done that in the, in the summer? No, I've never done that. Oh, gold bond. Yeah, I've never yes. used oh, yeah. it. Though. Okay, so in the summer times, mm-hmm. if you are prone to hyperhydrosis like myself, which oh, yes. is extreme sweating, sure. Um, and even even when uh, not on meth, um, I had I had hyperdry- hyperhydrotic. I don't know if that's a word. Features, episodes, yeah. Episodes, darling. Um, rainy days, Mondays. On, on, <laughs> always live, blue. But I would always get me down. Always, yeah. Sorry, I would shout sh- out to Paul Williams, the writer oh. of that song, one of my favorite. Is uh, that the Carpenters? Well, yeah, the Carpenters performed it, but Paul Williams and Kenny Asher wrote that. Okay. Paul Williams, who also wrote the Muppet movie soundtrack. Oh. Yeah, and he also did um, the Bugsy Malone score, which a lot of people know wow. a song from the Coca Cola commercial that it's like. Give a little love and it all comes back to you. Yeah, Paul Williams is major. He also did the score and starred for and starred in Phantom of the Paradise. Never heard of that one. Oh, we'll have to watch it. It's one of my very favorites. Stop pointing your finger at me, Craig. No, I already have a lot. Oh, at God. You. Oh, I can't take it. I'm going to have a panic attack. Oh, oh, oh. I'm better. And Paul Williams is also a terrific actor. And there's a really good documentary about him called Paul Williams Still Alive. Okay. And he's a person who also dealt with severe addictions yeah. and came through the other side. He's now. He does a lot of work with recovery and um, is the president of ASCAP as well. What the fuck is that? Oh, ASCAP is the musical thing That's for right. publishing yeah. rights, right? Association of Songwriters, Composers, and Performers, I think. Oh, my God. I got to get into that gig. Hmm. Get into that shit. 
Yep. <laughs> Ask like, Cap. I got to get into that shit. I got to get into that shit. I know you know it was. You know, I, I knew it was. I'm gonna get into that. Not because you told me, but because I said so. Yeah, because I stumbled upon it on myself. I don't take nobody's suggestions. I do it off my. Drink it. Yeah. I'd like to go now, Craig. Well, I suppose I'll have to let you go. Okay. <laughs> Listeners at home, are you there? Hello? 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 You can give your dick to the laundry? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd like to... Um, oh, let's leave... A, how about a, a word of wisdom? Yes, let's let's close with a word of wisdom. Coming and going. That's all. That's it. Okay. Well, that made a lot of sense. <laughs> and I think on that note, what more could we say? I Actually, the word of the day, look it up. Kids at home, go Google this. I'm going to give you a mysterious word of the day. Avidya. A-V-I-D-Y-A. You go look it up and you'll thank me later. Sounds good to me. Well, it's been another lovely episode. Thank you so much for this thing. And uh, good day. And good day and good night. Bye. Give a little love and it all comes back to you. You know what? I think this is the best show I've ever done. And you know what? I deserve it. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me.